Welcome to the world of Pokemon. Hi, I'm Paul. And I'm Michael. And today, Rollout listeners, we have a little bit of a different show for you today. We have a mid-season Upple recap for you, so you can find out how uh, your teams are doing. Uh, as a quick reminder, UPPL, Upple, is the United Pokemon Podcasters League, uh, and this is being hosted by Blastburn Radio and their hosts, uh, Jolly by Nature, and their whole group as well. Um... So we are midway through the season, and we wanted to give you kind of a recap as to how things are going for us so far. Uh, as a quick recap, yeah. uh, my team, I am uh, manning the uh, the Chan Metachamp, and uh, in, was it a video or a podcast, Michael? I feel like we talked about this already once. We did. Um, well, there was a video of you and Claude9 talking about okay. it. Yeah, um, I had to back out. I wasn't able to be there to, for that recap, but yeah, after so the draft, draft itself. But. Yes, okay, exactly. Okay, and then, uh, so, uh, and we'll, we'll let you get to kind of know our teams as we go through our, our battles and whatnot. And, uh, Michael, your team is, go ahead and tell, your, tell them your team name if they're unfamiliar. Yeah, my team is the D. Tediursa. So if you haven't uh, uh, picked up on it, we're, we're taking the two halves of the, the region that Nick, our game master, invented for uh, Pokemon Rollout. The Chan and the D, and we're we, we're representing each of those teams. <laughs> That's right. Okay. So, uh, anyways, we're going to just go uh, week by week, and we'll talk about the teams that we use, how mm-hmm. the battles went, as least as, as well as we can uh, remember them, and then we will uh, kind of talk about what's coming up and kind of what our predictions are. I don't know. Maybe we'll be uh, putting um, uh, poster uh, bill- billboard fuel for our-, our opponents to be like, "Oh, well, I think we're going to beat this person." We're like, "Well, I'm going to come and get you now," but we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, just as a reminder, we are battling against other podcasters, and uh, as mm-hmm. we go along, we'll promote uh, their podcasts and uh, kind of talk a little bit about what they do. I'm not uh, familiar with a lot of them, but we'll uh, kind of talk about that as we go along. So, mm-hmm. uh, week one, um, we. Uh, Michael, why don't we go and start you with you? You battled against uh, Ash from the Safari Zone podcast. Is that correct? That is correct. And and her Albuquerque Lichen Rocks. So yes. go ahead and talk about that battle. Um, that was a, an interesting battle. Um, you know, I I, I got to give a lot of props to Claude Nine for giving us a lot of prep here. He more or less built that team for me. Um, that, that's, that's almost saying too much that he, he built that for me. Um, I, I'm totally new to the competitive atmosphere here. So, you know, I, I, I didn't know what EVs and IVs were before all this and I still kind of don't, but, um, <laughs> I'm figuring it out anyway. So, uh, he, he at least gave me a great deal of help with this. I kind of had, he, he, he's really good, uh, assistant coach and saying, here's some options. Here's what you can do and, and, and whatnot. And so I, I built my team, um, with, um, Oh, let's see. Who did I bring here? I brought uh, my Garbodor Gunky, uh, my Suicune Slippery Dog, my Bronzong Liberty, my uh, Rotom Heat Buzzy, my Zargard Sigismunda, and my Tapabulu Orchid. Um, really just kind of rocking a, a stall team, as I understand it. Um, I should say when uh, when drafting initially, he asked me what uh, what sort of playstyle I have, and I couldn't tell him in Pokemon terms, so I told him in Magic the Gathering terms that I usually like to play blue-white control, and he's like, oh, that makes sense, I gotcha. And so <laughs> his, his, uh, his thought on that was to create this stall team, which is absolutely a blue-white control sort of thing. Um, Suicune is kind of the star uh, of this. Um, and in this early early bout, I, I wasn't totally sure what I was what I was doing with Suicune, but I kind of I, I I figured out more or less what I was doing with all this, and so I was able to 
to kind of do that stall thing and, and hit with some super effective things against um, Ash's Pokemon as they came out. Um, um, yeah, it was... She was really competitive and really good, so I wound up taking uh, with just one remaining Pokemon, um, and that was my, my Bronzong, was the last one that uh, that lived, uh, taking two Pokemon down with it. Um, so, yeah. Awesome. Great. Yeah, I know. Remember that was a very intense battle. It came down right to the to the very end. So that very was uh, yep. a <laughs> uh, great great job on, on your part. Uh, excellent. And then uh, for my first week battle, uh, it was uh, I have to give uh, ver- props to. So it was a lured up podcast, uh, and it is the uh, Amsterdam coughing. And I want to get the coach's name here really quickly. It is do I don't have his name. You... Oh, what is his name? Hold uh, on. Ken? Ken, yep, it's Ken. Okay, great. Ken Ken from Lured Up Podcast uh, was the coach, and um, this kind of happened a little bit awkwardly. This was actually the second battle that I did because we had <laughs> someone originally planned for this slot. They weren't able to fulfill the commitment, so Ken came in yeah. and just kind of jumped in and had a battle with me. And he, not only that, he's new to the competitive scene, so he wasn't isn't familiar but he's getting better each week uh showing a steady improvement um this uh and this one and this is before i named my pokemon and also like i don't have half of this team anymore <laughs> yeah you made uh, some pretty drastic changes i did here. but i like I, I like them a lot better so like i'd start out with a mega kangaskhan which was uh like kind of like the star of the draft i guess it's one of the few uber pokemon that we have and so uh, it was available to me so i drafted it I also brought Celesteela, Tapu Koko. Uh, at my time, it was it was my Zoroark mm-hmm. and Nidoqueen and uh, Seismitoad. Again, I don't only have half this team still, and this was up against uh, his Mega Alakazam, Halucha, uh, Salazzle, uh, Raichu, regular Raichu, and Decidueye and. Cloister and a few things I have to watch out for. Like Mega Alakazam is very fast; it has a super high special attack. Cloister uh, can do a smel- shell smash, which increases its attack and increases its speed while lowering its defenses. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, it all uh, and then it also has this ability called Skill Link, so it's very scary; can sweep very easily. But um, I don't remember all the specifics of this battle, but I do remember that uh, I was able to take uh, care of a couple things. Uh, didn't have to make a lot of huge plays. I was able to win relatively easily uh, with a differential of four. I beat I beat him four zero. So mm-hmm. yeah, which considering that he kind of came in last minute, yeah, like you say, give him props here that uh, yeah. he came in last minute, totally unfamiliar. Um, I think he did well. Definitely, yep. And, mm-hmm. uh, and since then, uh, he's even been able to put a win, uh, a tick in the win column too. So, yeah, uh, definitely glad to to see that he's uh, making making his way through this. Mm-hmm. Um, in week two, and this was actually my first battle, I had to go up against uh, one of the better players, uh, Jolly by Nature. Again, he's one of the hosts of this, so like he's very into this. He's very uh, ready to do this stuff, and I had a really hard time. Uh, I don't think Claude Nine and I had prepared as hard as we really should have for this. Um, <laughs> and he he was ready for me, and uh, his team. Let's take a look at this really quickly here. Mm-hmm. There we go. Okay. Uh, so uh, this week I uh, brought a very similar looking team. I still had the Mega Kangaskhan, the Celesteela, the Tapu Koko, the Zoroark, uh, the Nidoqueen, and the Raichu. And actually, uh, in thinking about this, I, I brought the Zoroark for a reason. I had wanted it to kind of go in as bait for 
the Mew. Uh, and mm. that, that was the intention actually against the the Mega Alakazam too, is that it could go in for uh, bait because it's a dark type Pokemon, and uh-huh. if you are trying to bait it to think it's something else, well then you know if you try to unleash a, for example, Genesis Supernova uh, on uh, on this, <laughs> you can put the Zoroark in. And unfortunately, so uh, that was that was my team, uh, and I had my Alolan Raichu on there as well. His team was. Uh, Mew, Megalopony, Araquanid, Donphan, Tangela, and uh, his uh, Hydreigon. And um, his, his le- Tangrowth, not Tangela. Oh, thank you, Tangrowth. Yes, I have misspoken. <laughs> yes, his, his uh, Tangrowth. Um, and this, uh, the start off, I led with Coco because Coco is a pretty good lead. You get to put this uh, the electric terrain up, which is useful for Coco, useful for Alolan Raichu as well. Mm-hmm. And so I put that out, and he led with his Hydragon, which is a fighting dark type. And I'm, no, sorry, uh, Dragon Dark type. I'm like, okay, great. I'll just do like a Dazzling Gleam on it or something like that, and I'll take it out. Well, he was scarfed, and he had Earth Power, so he one shotted my Tapu Coco. Mm-hmm. So I'm already a Pokemon down here at this point in the battle, um, and it did not go especially well uh, from there. I know that uh, when I put in uh, when I put up my lineup, I didn't fully understand how Zoroark worked in Showdown yet, and so Zoroark didn't uh, go in. Uh, ideally, I would have put it in as the Nidto Queen, so like the Mew can think, "Oh, I'm going to get a kill, uh, a psychic kill on this uh, Nidto Queen." Well, it actually went in as the Kangaskhan. Um, and then the other thing to mention about this is that um, I did have the opportunity. I did have the Zorark. I did it did have the ability to go in, but I didn't protect his Genesis Supernova. I was too late on that, so uh-huh. I was able to get a Z move off. Uh, it was super. It wasn't super super effective, but it hit whatever Pokemon was out there, and I wasn't able to nullify the uh, grassy terrain. So. Um, Mm-hmm. Jolly just basically wiped the floor with me. I was able to get one <laughs> kill, uh, but it was 5-0. So he showed how good of a battler he really is and that he deserves to be. He's either like second or third in our in the rankings right now. So he's yeah. a very, very good battler. You still have to face him. I do, and I'm a little terrified, but, but it'll be fine. <laughs> yes, but we can also talk about something that happened uh, uh, in the next couple weeks to... to uh, that may be beneficial for that. So, okay. um, talk about your uh, week two battle, Michael. My week two battle was against the Nagano Pangoro, which is um, that's Luke uh, Luke Summerhays from uh, Luke Loves Pokemon podcast. Which I gotta say, I started listening to his podcast after after being introduced to him with this group. I love it. Um, so. <laughs> I wish I'd thought of it, um, but uh, no, it's it, this. This was a really fun battle, and as I understand, he's also not terribly into the competitive scene. Um, he just, you know, loves Pokemon, and so uh, his uh, his team was 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 kind of fun, and I, I I actually really liked his team, and I kind of wanted it for myself too. Uh, he brought a Snorlax and a Clefable, and oh, after seeing Clefable in action, I wanted Clefable real bad. Clefable, but, real, I, I've used that in my last uh, Puckle League, and it's it's really good. I like it a lot. It is super good. Um, and he brought Mega Sableye, Kamo'o, Toxicroak, and Carnivine. Um, and I brought my uh, um, Zatu Nostradamus, my Garbodor Gunky, my Mega Beedrill Hector, my Conkeldur Sun, my Zygarde Sigismunda, and my Suicune Slippery Dog. Uh, once again, Zygarde and Suicune are kind of my stars. Um, I think there are only a couple of weeks where I didn't bring one or the other, and I didn't do too well <laughs> those weeks. So, uh, But bringing them along, uh, yeah, um, I, I kind of went with just the strategy of setting up the spikes and toxic spikes with Garbodor, um, 
that was my my initial move, um, holding him out, uh, and then switched into um, my uh, my Zatu uh, Nostradamus, um, who took out. Uh, oh, yeah, Zatu didn't take anything out right away. No, Zatu instead just started laying down some more poison um, onto the Mega Sableye. The Sableye poisoned my Zygarde. We kind of went back and forth that way. Sableye poisoned my Suicune. Um, finally, I got my Beedrill in to, to hit the Sableye. I remember right in there, in between those, before I fainted his Sableye, I made a silly mistake because um, we had, um, or it was Zatu had Mirror Guard? Whatever ability that is, um, where it bounces the effect back. Um, uh, and that's why, this, that's why the Sableye got poisoned. Uh, but then I didn't realize that the Sableye had the same thing, and so I tried to use Toxic on it with my Suicune, and <laughs> it bounced back onto my Suicune. Um, so some just silly silly yeah. things that I, I, happened I've, there. I've made silly mistakes like that as well, where I forget what match it was, but someone tried to do a Toxic on my Celesteela. I'm like, well, that's silly. You can't Toxic my Celesteela, because uh, it's a Steel type. And yep. then in the same move, I tried to use Leech Seed on a Grass-type Pokemon. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Yeah. Uh, that's fun. It's fun. Yeah. Um, but eventually I got through. My um, um, my Beedrill was really the star player there, Hector. Um, I, I decided on this team, since he had um, a fair amount of, of big, chunky guys, too, that I was going to bring. Uh, Beedrill is kind of a wall breaker here, the, the speedy, big fighter guy. Uh, and he served his purpose. He did really well taking out th- three... Let me see the count here. Yeah, he took out three of his Pokemon um, and didn't faint uh, at all. Um, and otherwise, Zatu took out two in Garbodor, who wasn't uh, designed as someone as a as a main attacker, did wind up uh, uh, fainting the Clefable, which you know makes sense. The poison versus the mm-hmm. fairy type. That's that's my counter there. So I, I wound up four and zero against him. But uh, honestly, that was one of the most fun matches that I had to play so far awesome awesome so yeah you started out at a bit of a hot streak you started out at two I did. no and i was one and one at this point so yep um, I, I told my wife too after after that and i then my as we'll hear in the next couple of weeks didn't do quite as well i shouldn't have had that that winning streak early on that gave me uh that, that made me uh give me a false sense of security yeah uh, <laughs> and we'll, we'll talk about that with me a little bit as well here coming up too but um moving into week three uh, now i will make uh, one comment here is uh, moving into week three i did make one adjustment on my team I didn't mm-hmm. like how Mega Kangaskhan was fitting on my team. Yeah, it's a really great Pokemon. It has parental bond, so it gets two physical attacks off. And I'll admit, my team leans a little bit more on the special side, but I just didn't didn't seem to jive with my team. I didn't kind of know how to make it work. So at this point, I made a trade. Uh, someone had dropped Mega Latios, um, mm. and so I picked that one that up. And I really like that because it uh, completes what's called the Fantasy Core. I have a Dragon type, a Steel type, and Celesteela, and a Fairy type, and Tapu Koko. Mm-hmm. And uh, since picking that up, I feel a lot better about my team. And then in the following week, we'll talk about some other uh, adjustments that were made as well. But um, mm-hmm. but yeah, Michael, why don't you go ahead and talk about uh, your Week Three match against uh, the Juice City Jump Pluffs and uh, Bagel Noob? Correct. Yes, Bagel Noob of the Jew City Jump Pluffs. And his um, podcast is Pokemon Go FM. So Bagel Noob is a Pokemon we Go, Go player. So again, not as familiar with the competitive scene, but he is starting to make a little bit of a name for himself. Yeah, 
Yeah, no, and uh, this this match, you know, it was another really fun match here that I had uh, against him. Um, I brought my Tapu Bulu Orchid, my, my Zatu Nostradamus, my Rotom Heat Buzzy, my uh, Bronzong Liberty, my Zagard Sigismunda, and my Conkelder Sun. Um, and uh, this time around, I went for um, a little more offensive. That's kind of what I was thinking here. My my my, I had a bit of a split with my my defensive Bronzong and Tapu Bulu. Uh, but then my, my Zatu, my Rotom Heat, my Zargard, and my Conkelder were all kind of offensive um, Pokemon. I, I was mostly really just looking at his weaknesses and seeing if I could find uh, gaps in there. So, you know, I, I didn't use uh, the Suicune this, this week, um, and um, I, I, it, it hurt me not to do that. I think I would have had a much better time of it if I'd had my Suicune there. could have stalled some of his stuff. But, you know, he was already stalling with his Toxapex. That was his big player this time around. Um, and I, I watched a few matches that I could find um, with Toxapexes, and I just, oh, I hated it. <laughs> I wanted to get rid of it. Um, and so Tox he brought his Toxapex, his Tornadus uh, Therian, his Weavile, his Rhyperior, his Mega Houndoom, and his Magnazone. Say, and actually, uh, speaking of which, this, this was the the player who dropped the Mega Latios and um, oh yes, and picked up Mega Houndoom. Up. And I was I was hoping to make a trade with him actually uh, instead of having him drop the Mega Latios, but he dropped it first, so I had to I uh, had to use one of my picks to pick that up. But anyways, yeah, but um, yep. So uh, I, I I started with my uh, my Zatu. I think is how I started. Um, uh, and he started with his Toxapex. Uh, lay he was laying down hazards, and I brought in some more uh, offensive. I brought in Zygarde because I knew that was going to be the, the thing to take out uh, uh, the Toxapex. Um, and I managed to do it on turn six. Uh, and then uh, got the, the Mega Houndoom. So I started out pretty good there. Uh, but then he took out my, my Zygarde. Uh, he took out my Rotom. He took out my Conkelder. Uh, my Bronzong then came in to try to lay some stealth rocks. Uh, then he took out my Bronzong. I took out his Tornadus. He took out my uh, Tapu Bulu. And then Zatu was the last one. Uh, and his Weavile managed to, to take that one out with Icicle Crash, no problem. Um, so, yeah, it was. it was I, I had a bit of a stronger start, you know, coming out the gate swinging. But uh, he he had the bulk. He had the the stuff in the back pocket that uh, that took me out. So definitely. All right. So uh, good. Perfect. So uh, that was your week three match. Uh, yeah. Oh, I should say that the result was uh, uh, I I was down zero and three for that week. So he okay. had three left. I had none. <laughs> now, just as a quick comment, uh, looking at so he is currently three and two, and I would predict that he's going to win this week. But after that, uh, so right now we're in the middle of week six. But after that, yep. he has like a pretty tough schedule coming up against him because mm. we got uh, Mikey and the uh, from uh, Pokemon Crossroads uh, with mm. his Nambasa City of Molga. He is like he has like one loss. We have Fashion oh, the Lavender Town well. Gengar. They're three and two currently. Yeah. We have me, which we'll get to my final record in just a little bit. And uh -huh. then he has the other two, like number number one, number two teams. He has uh, Jolly and the Naptown Ninjask and the Science Villain Cinderors. So he does not have a soft schedule the rest nope. of the way, basically. Nope. So uh, good luck to you, Bagel Noob, with that. <laughs> I think you're going to need it. <laughs> yeah. So. All right, uh, my week three match was against uh, the Science Villain Center Roars, which is currently the uh, only undefeated team we have left. And with this, 
I don't know exactly what happened. I think my calcs were off a little bit. I just I didn't mm. uh, plan it quite right. Um, I'll go ahead and uh, name the Pokemon that I have here because uh, this um, this team is more representative of a team that I have. Again, I got the Mega Latios in, which I've now named Jet. Um, mm-hmm. I brought Celesteela, which I've now named Blastburn. Uh, Tapu Koko, I have uh, named Gary. Um, Nidoqueen is Shirley because, or or, it's actually Shirley because Mm -hmm. it's uh, she has sheer force and his ability. Um, (laughs) We have my uh, Cryagonal Frisbee (laughs) and my Verizian, which I have uh, named Sazdo. Instead mm-hmm. of Saw's Bucket, it's Saw's Dough. And, and I, I named these uh, with the inspiration of hopefully uh, Charlie, uh, like with in- inspiration from Charlie. But yeah. Um, uh, no, these guys have a really, really good team working for him. He has a Mega Charizard Y, Venusaur, Garchomp, Rabambi, uh, Lucario, and um, he brought Gigalith. And uh, these are all very scary, deceptively scary Pokemon. Like, uh, I don't remember all the details, but I remember thinking, oh, I'll put this Pokemon in because it could probably live a hit against the Charizard. Nope. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'll put this one in because it could probably do this. Nope. And then ultimately what happened is, is he ended up uh, finishing me off with his uh, Venusaur in the Sun, which uh, doubles its speed if it has the, I think it's the Chlorophyll ability. Uh, I may be incorrect about that, but um, with the with the Venusaur in the sun, it's just super scary, and he uh, he wrecked me. Um, the Scienceville in Snowrose, by the way, uh, this is the Science of Pokemon podcast. And they actually have three mm-hmm. coaches. I need to look them up here really quickly who they are, all yeah. are. And uh, so they have Professor Co- Collins, uh, Veteran Lucas, Lycat, and uh, I believe his name is Don, but uh, he his username is Doctor Check VGC. So, uh, and, and Dr. Check uh, VGC was the one uh, piloting this team right now. Uh, I know they do, they collaborate to make their teams. Uh, anyways, they uh, prepped very well and they destroyed me. Uh, I lost 4 0, and uh, so it was a well deserved win uh, from them. But I can't feel yeah. too bad, you know, losing to Jolly and losing to these guys. They are 1 and 2 in our league. Granted, right. if I'm going to do anything in the playoffs, I'm going to have to find a way to beat them if I make the playoffs. But right, uh, right. we'll we'll see how that all how that all shake out shakes out. Yeah. So congratulations to them on doing that. Uh, moving mm. on to week four. Now between week three and four, this is where I made a few more adjustments to my team, and uh, Michael was able to help me out a little bit with that. Uh, I, again, I wasn't feeling my team very well, um, so I needed to make some adjustments. Uh, we saw, this, Claude and I, and I talked and we said that Seismitoad and Jellicent are kind of uh, playing the same role, um, and I wasn't really a fan of Turtonator, hmm. and. Uh, so I wanted to get rid of that one, and and uh, there was another piece that I wanted to change and move and make happen. And Michael helped me out, and I think, I mean, ultimately I think it, it benefited you coming up, and we'll talk about why that is in a moment as yep. well. <laughs> um, so what we ended up doing is I needed, I wanted to get Sneasel on my team. It's a very fast, even though it's a uh, not fully evolved Pokemon, it's very fast, it's a very strong ice type, and with a little bit of boost, it can do a lot of damage. Mm-hmm. So what we did to make this work out is, and I t- talked to Michael about you know the strategy that I had about you know using Zoroark to block some of these really strong psychic type Pokemon attacks, and uh, Zoroark is a great way to do that. So what Michael did is he dropped his Alolan Executor, 
mm-hmm. picked up Sneasel uh, for me, and then so we did a trade Sneasel for Zorark. So now, you know, you have your matches coming up against uh, Jolly by Nature. What week do you battle Jolly by Nature? I can look this up, but hmm. you get Jolly next week. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So maybe don't maybe don't post this until after you've battled him. <laughs> but uh, you have the Zora that can be a good counter to Mew. Although you know how do you counter how do you counter Mew? How do you? Um, and then also in week eleven you have the Amsterdam co- coughing, so you can try to counter the Mega Alakazam in a very similar way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other uh, trades that I made this week were. Uh, so I dropped uh, Seismitoad, and I had picked up Porygon 2, which yes. had, which I have now named Dipper, because uh, <laughs> it's like the dipping dipping ducks. Uh, mm-hmm. And Porygon 2 has put in a lot of work for me uh, so far. And then, uh, so I dropped Seismitoad for Porygon 2, and then I dropped uh, Turtonator for Pyroar. So in all my moves, I... Still have a dragon type. That's kind of the role the Turtonator was was filling. I still have a dragon dragon type, but I wasn't confident in what Turtonator brought, even as a fire dragon. So now I have Pyroar as a uh, as a fire type. They're a very fast fire type. That's actually something mm-hmm. that's I'm actually a little bit worried about my team. It's very fast. Um, <laughs> so uh, I now have a Pyroar. Uh, which uh, what did I, I have the list somewhere. I'll, I'll I'll tell you what the names are maybe as as we come across them. But I have a Pyro now. Um, I have the Porygon two, and I have the Sneasel. And so I'm very very pleased with those trades and upgrades. And I'm I'm feeling a lot better about my team now. Um, and this week, uh, I had battled against with the, this new lineup. I battled against uh, Celeste the Lost, uh, part of Blastburn Radio, and her Vanished City Vaporeons. And I will say that this battle was a bit of luck, a bit of uh, opportunity, uh, meaning preparation, I guess you could say. Um, and where things just kind of ended up working out very well in my favor. <laughs> She has a rain team, uh, so po- uh, she has mm-hmm. a Pelipper that lays down the drizzle right away, and she has other Pokemon that have Swift Swim and other attacks that are going to be uh, Pokemon that will be very useful when they're in the water. Well, mm-hmm. what had happened was I uh, had put in my Porygon 2 with the Trace ability against her uh, Heliolus, which had the ability Dry Skin, which recovers in the rain, and mm-hmm. uh, if it gets attacked by a water-type attack, it increases its special attack, I think. I'd have to take a look. But basically, if uh, you know Porygon 2 traced this Dry Skin ability, which basically made it do really, really well in the rain. So I was mm-hmm. able to take out, uh, I think, the Heliolus, I was able to end up taking out the, um, uh, well, what's it called? Her Mega Sceptile. In fact, let me pull up what the battle was right now. She had a Mega Sceptile, she had Ludicolo, she had Pelipper, she had Heliolisk, um, Heatran, and Scizor. And uh, the team that I brought, I brought uh, Dipper the Porygon 2, Gary the Tapu Koko, Jet <laughs> the. Um, uh, Jet the Megalatios. Uh, also, I named my Celesteel Steel of Blastburn. I think I said mm-hmm. that already. Uh, yep. And Sazdo the Verizian. And then I need. I do need to look up what I named uh, my Sneasel. Hmm. Unless Michael can remember. Uh, let's see. Uh, I named, Jake. 
Jake, yes, Jake, Jake Cool Ice. For those of you who watched the Adventure <laughs> Zone, Jake Cool Ice. Yeah. So that's that's the reference for there. Um. So yeah, it just Porygon two put in a lot of work. Now I will admit that if uh and on on um Blastburn's podcast about this, um they'll uh comment about how this whole week was about uh big critical misses that uh change things because uh the only reason i think i was able to be so 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 successful i mean partially it was the porygon 2 tracing the dry skin which i'll admit wasn't completely intentional but it worked out really nicely but also the porygon 2 was able to get an ice beam after a missed focus blast from the mega septile so if that focus blast hadn't missed, it's a very different game. Uh, but because mm-hmm. I uh, I was able to knock it out immediately after that, uh, I was able to win. In fact, I got the first six zero sweep in the league in this match. Yeah, which yeah, I think uh, definitely your Porygon being there managed that. That that was a big play in there because you just took her whole team strategy and turned it on its head. Yeah, and like uh, and she she admitted like she was on tilt. And uh, not only that, like, so she knew that the Porygon had traced the dry skin. She put her Ludicolo in and it used uh, Hydro Vortex. Uh, so she had Water Z as her Z crystal. And mm. so she attacked me, but it did nothing because of yeah. dry skin. So, um, so you know, a little, little, bit of, little bit of bad luck, a little bit of being on tilt uh, ended up yeah. in this victory. And again, if the Focus Blast goes another way, maybe I'm sitting here with a different record now. But Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very good. Uh, in my uh, week four matchup, I was playing against uh, Professor Mikey from the Nimbasa, Nimbasa City of Molga, uh, Mikey of uh, Pokemon Crossroads, um, which he's he's really good. <laughs> um, I know, and he like he's not really known as much of a battle, battler. I think this is uh, kind of his for, first foray into competitive battles as well. Um, yeah, I think you're right, but, but like he's he, doing amazing. He's doing very well, and I think he's getting a little bit of uh, tips from Jolly by nature, which is fantastic. Like, yeah. I, I'm glad that uh, Jolly is kind of taking him under his wing. But uh, yeah, he is doing really well. I think he only has one loss at, at the time being. I don't know a few of the podcasts, or a few of the matches are a little bit delayed, but yeah, he's uh, you know props to you, Mike. You're doing really, really well, and I'm, I'm absolutely excited and afraid to battle you in a couple weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Yo. Uh, but he brought his uh, Kartana, his Zeraora, his Florgis, his Mega Altaria, his Volcanion, and his Delmise. Um, and I uh, decided on a strategy um, that's kind of, of um, half defensive, half offensive on my team. So my offensive half was uh, Zygarde, Sigismunda, Conkelder's son, Mega Beedrill, Hector. Um, those guys being the big beaters against his team and then my defensive half was my bronzong liberty mill tank uh i forget what i named my mill tank uh this week but i changed it for the following week and i like uh the name i came up for it uh later on uh the the name that i'm going with from a mill tank now is muma thurman <laughs> uh and my uh suicune slippery dog uh, so that was my defensive half with those three. Um, and so I came out with my, my mill tank, planning on uh, laying down some stealth rocks and then hitting some things with poison, toxic, 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 uh, until swapping out for something else. Um, and so uh, I did. I managed to, to poison um, a couple of his things, uh, and then I switched into my Mega Beedrill, which managed to take out his Delmise on a U-turn. 
Um, and I brought in my Zygarde. And this this is the part that really hurt this week. When I brought in my Zygarde, he had his Florgis. I came with an Iron Tail against his Florgis and missed. And uh, then he, I forget what he hit me with, uh, but then I came with another Iron Tail and missed. <laughs> and so then he took out my Zygarde with his Florgis with a Moonblast. Uh, so that, uh, I don't know if that would have changed anything, but those were my critical misses this week. Yeah, um, yeah. Really tough when when that happens, especially twice. <laughs> twice, twice in a row. You know, this when the second time came around, I was like, "All right, I'm going to lose my Zygarde, but I'll do some damage." Nope. <laughs> um, yeah. So then, um, that was the the first one to to go down. Um, uh, I managed to take out his floor just later with my Conkelder. Um, he took out my Conkelder, he took out my Miltank, I took out his Zeraora with my, uh, Bronzong, uh, then he took out my Bronzong, uh, then he took out my Beedrill, uh, and then he took out, er, I took out his Volcanion with, uh, Poison, and then he took out my Suicune, so I wound up 2-0 that time, I managed to, to take out four of his Pokemon, but, uh, but I, I did take a loss on, on that week as well. But again, that was a really fun, fun match to, to do. Uh, frustrating with those misses, but, but fun nevertheless. So at the end of week four, we were both uh, even up two and two. And yep. uh, let's go ahead and move into week five. Go and talk about Absolutely. your week five match as well, Michael. Uh, week five, uh, I was against uh, Thatch uh, of uh, the Puckle Podcast in his Lavender Town Gengar. Uh, to be honest, going into this, I did not have high hopes. <laughs> um, I, I, I thought um, maybe I'd back uh, back up a little bit to a more defensive strategy once again. Um, and uh, and you know, so I brought my my Bronzong Liberty, um, my my Rotom Heat Buzzy, my Suicune Slippery Dog, my Conkelder Sun, my Mill Tank Thurman. And my Garbodor Gunky, um, thinking you know I'll, I'll have some some big defensive guys out there. Hopefully stall with the Suicune, um, but I also had Trick Room on with my um, my Bronzong, um, so that uh, I could get some of because he's got a super fast team. Thatch does, um, so I was thinking you know I'll turn that over on its head. But I think he's prepared for that that sort of strategy. So um, he managed to to take me. I I got what what one Pokemon of his did I faint? Uh, I fainted one of them. I fainted his Arcanine with my Suicune using Scald, but by that point he was just, yeah, take my Arcanine, that's fine. I'll take out everything you've got uh, with Buzzwole, and that's pretty much what he did until uh, he took out my uh, my Rotom with his Metagross uh, as well. But um, yeah, uh, I took out his Arcanine, but he he let me have it. <laughs> that was uh, he, he that was he was okay with that. Uh, but uh, that was. You know, I, I got my butt handed to me that week, uh, uh, 0-5 against him. Yep. But uh, but again, I learned a lot from that one, just kind of seeing yeah. how he dealt with my strategy. Yeah. In fact, interesting comment. He has kind of the reverse uh, of you. He lost the first two weeks, is now yeah. on a three-week winning streak. And uh, so, congratululations, he's 3-2. And we'll and, uh, yeah. see how this week uh, when we goes. I would predict him to probably win this week and go 4-2 and two and kind of uh, put himself in that upper echelon of, of people with four wins. Yeah. Uh, my week five match was against uh, Messer Engine, uh, again, part of Blast Burn Radio. And I was mm-hmm. really nervous for this match. This is one that I took a lot of time to prep for. Um, he... 
the thing that really worried me is that I have a very fast team. Like six of my Pokemon uh, have speeds at or above a hundred. They are. It's like mm. it's it's super fast. And so, and on his team, he has three Trick Room setters. So that's something that I had to kind of try to prepare for. And yep. uh, I ran a few uh, practice matches against Claude 9, and, like, I lost, like, all of them. <laughs> and then, mm-hmm. But then Claude was like, yeah, you're ready for it. I'm like, oh, yeah, losing all these matches. I'm ready for it. Sure. Um, <laughs> in this match, uh, I had brought uh, Sawzdo the Verizian, Jake Coolice uh, the... I'm going to have to call him, maybe call him Jake Coolice from now on. Uh, yep. The Sneasel, uh, Blastburn the Celesteela, Gary the Tapu Koko, uh, Sheer Lee the Nidoqueen, and Dipper the Porygon too. And this match had a lot of switches where... Uh, oh, and, mm-hmm. and he brought his Reuniclus, which was probably the scariest thing on his team uh ferrothorn primarina uh Savali with uh, uh the ground type venomoth and uh his um mega tyranitar and i forget the exact circumstances but i know i took out the mega tyranitar early i think that came from a low kick from sneasel which is mm-hmm. uh, it was quad weak against so that helped being it have that come out but it was a lot of switches and changes and things because if Tapu Koko's in and he puts in his ground poke, uh, his ground of ally, Tapu Koko's got to go out. Or, yep. <laughs> or if he has um, you know Reuniclus in, uh, Verizian didn't go on until the very end, but you know Reuniclus is going to do a lot of damage to Nidoqueen. and mm-hmm. there had to be a lot of switches. And the the thing about uh, I'd early on I'd got a. Um, a paralyze on that reuniclus, which saved me a lot. I, I went back and looked, and I got at least like six paralysis, no attacks on him from him. So, mm-hmm. but you know, reuniclus if it gets uh, set up with a special defense and special attack with calm mind, it is very hard to get out. Uh, but I was able to counter this with roar on middle queen, so that pushed it out, and also uh, with um, with the sneasel going in, Jake the sneasel. Uh, that was as good as a roar because as soon as the Sneasel went in, Reuniclus went out. Yep. <laughs> and in a matter of two turns, I'd actually lost both of those Pokemon, but it was a scenario where uh, both of those Pokemon had fainted for one reason or another, and I'd gotten Verizian in against the uh, Ferrothorn. And mm-hmm. uh, like I had to put it in at this moment. I had This is my opportunity because I finished at... 3-0. Yep, 3 yeah. That's what I'm So, uh, great match to Messer. I was very stressed about that one, but it was a, it was a really good battle. So, uh, yeah, so going into yeah. week six, I was 3-2, and two, Michael was 2-3, and three, and uh, Michael, talk about your week six battle. <laughs> oh, it went well. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, this one uh, is the only week that I didn't have any help from Claude 9. I, had, uh, I because know he's. Help. Yep. He's both of our assistant coaches, so he wasn't going to pick sides, Uh, Uh, and I respect that. uh, To be clear, folks, uh, this was the week that we battled literally an hour ago. (laughs) Yep, 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 yep. Um, So, yeah. Tell me what you you brought, yeah. Yeah, um, so um, I brought my my Garbodor Gunky, uh, my Rotom Heat uh, Buzzy, my Zygarde Sigismunda, my Tapu Bulu Orchid, uh, my Zoroark, Mephi, uh, and my Suicune, Slippery Dog. Um, that was, uh, I, I, to be honest, when I was prepping all of this, you might have the same, uh, 
uh, thing that yep. uh, Claude yep. Nine shared. It's a the draft weakness checker thing. And so, like, I plugged your team in there, and you've got mm. really good coverage as far as weaknesses and resistances. And so I was like, what am I going to do with this? There were a couple, um, like, ground stood out to me as something that uh, that was going to work really well. I don't want to give away all your weaknesses here. So, but that's <laughs> that's why I brought in um, uh, my my my, Zor- my uh, Zygarde oh, uh, course, yeah. with thousand arrows um thinking that that was going to be a way but other other than that like i didn't know what i was going to do and so i i kind of played around with a couple different formations and what what i was going to do with things uh ultimately i decided that just going uh super stall again with my suicune um was going to be a a really strong choice uh and i knew tapu bulu was going to be a good counter to your tapu coco um as well as a couple other things on your team um and having some poison once again with Garbodor out there laying down some spikes and toxic spikes and stuff. Um, so that's, I, I wanted to go with the stall uh, and and building up stuff that way. So that's that's why I chose my team. What about yep. your team? <laughs> so my team, I, I, I guess I got a little cheeky with this. My team, I brought Gary the Tapu Koko, and I didn't even realize until uh, this battle that I hadn't named it yet, uh, but it's uh, Pancakes the Alolan Raichu. <laughs> uh it's a little bit of an anime reference there but i mean it looks it looks like a pancake yeah. <laughs> um uh jet the megalatios uh we brought uh uh blasper the celesteela dipper the porygon 2 and shirley the nidoqueen queen and uh in this battle my initial plan was uh to try, try to basically i mean uh and this is kind of claude's overall plan is set up and win <laughs> And I had a couple of options for that, and one of them was to get uh, Megalatios out there, get it to do a Dragon Dance so I'm faster than the majority of your team. You know, and I had to mm-hmm. worry about your Mega Beedrill. I'm a little surprised you didn't bring it, but it's yeah, uh, it's, it's understandable. I thought about it. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, no, you, you brought a very very good team, and um, looking at this, I was like, you know, my uh, Lolan Raichu can actually hit most of your team for uh, either. Um, uh, for for weakness or neutral, and if it it uses its surge surge, uh, surge surfer ability with Tapu Koko, it'll be faster than everything. Even if you scarf something, it's probably going to be faster. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was kind of my initial plan. Is I want to try and uh, get in a scenario where I could get a Lolan Raichu up there, get it set up with a nasty plot, and I should have been able to sweep from there. Was kind of the the hope. Um, sure. What did I even What did I even lead with? I don't remember what I led with. Uh, you led with Tapu Koko. I did lead yeah. with Tapu Koko. Yep. Yes, and um, so a little Tapu Koko to get that train down. I didn't put the Alolan Raichu in yet, um, and mm-hmm. uh, we kind of traded uh, blows back and forth. I don't remember all the details, but the thing that's sticking out in my mind is that that slippery dog, uh, yep. Zygarde. <laughs> Uh, or not Zygarde, Suicune. I was Suicune. looking at Zygarde. I was able to take out the Zygarde with my yep. uh, Megalatios uh, with a nice beam. I mean, just I mean, really played no role in this game at all. Nope, not at all. And and I I, I knew that was going to be a big danger. Um, your your Megalatios was the one that I was really watching, especially once I saw the team you brought. I thought <sighs> Celesteela and Megalatios were going to be the two that really gave me difficulty. Yep. Um, and so I, I knew as soon as that, uh, Megalatios came out, oh, I did fake you with, uh, with the Zygarde too. You used, um, Ice Beam from your Porygon 2, uh, on, uh, on the Zoroark who came out looking like the Zygarde. Oh, sure. Uh, well, I mean, um, and I mean, with that, the, the play is to do the Ice Beam. I think yep. it also brought, uh, maybe, f- what did I even bring on it? 
I don't remember anymore. <laughs> no, that's um, okay. Yeah, but, but it was like it, it was still like the best play, even if it was your oh, yeah. your Zygarde. I mean, uh, or your your Zorak. It, it's still the best play to do that because it took it down to about half. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, so my my yeah my 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 Zoroark didn't get to do a whole lot. Um, but my what what I found was was really helpful early on was getting my um my Rotom out there. It was there at the beginning and just burning stuff. Um, that that, that, that did help. Yeah, and it wasn't even so much about like the attack drop. Like, uh, it, you yep. burn my my Latios, you burn my Nidal Queen, but it, like it's just that chip damage. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And you and, also got a couple hazards uh, put up there with your Garbodor, which my Ninja Queen was able to take some of those out. But yes, um, again, a little bit of chip damage here and there, and ultimately it came to a point where it was uh, your Suicune against my Celesteela, and you're like, I'm going to set up. Uh, you did yep. Calm Minds, and you did Rests to heal up your damage, and your Sleep Talks became Calm Minds, and so you know, it, I was in a very tough position where my plan to set up a Lolan Raichu... Uh, with a nasty plot, could work, but it can't work if it's up against a times three Suicune yep. <laughs> uh, with special attack. So it can't even take the time to set up, and nope. uh, it also can't do it when it's also a times three because you know it basically every time it did sleep talk, it basically did calm mind. Just about yeah, there are a handful of uh, scalds. I think only like once or twice did it do rest, but I got really lucky with those sleep talks. Yeah, so basically I, you know, my, my plan was to have, like, basically I have Tapu Koko and I have Raichu. What do I, what do I need to worry about Suicune for? Well, this is what I need to worry about Suicune for. Yep. Yep. <coughs> so, yeah, no, I, I was really proud of my, my Suicune. Uh, it pretty much just stayed in there through to the end and managed to, to take out everything you had with Scald and Burn and... Yeah. all that and it could it could uh, like like you said once it got up high enough it could it could take two hits of anything so it was rest sleep uh sleep talk sleep talk rest sleep talk sleep talk rest yeah, <laughs> yeah. so it was it was uh very well played and uh congratulate that on that win and so with that your hosts from pokemon rollout uh in the uh uppl uh are both three and three and we're almost completely even Almost, uh, I, I believe. I believe my team uh, with differential for Pokemon lost and Pokemon taken. I I am even up now. Is that what we decided? Because it was a four zero win on this for you. Yep, this is a four zero win. I think. I think you do technically have yep. one up on me yet. So yes, and then yeah, you are at a minus one still uh, on this. So uh, yeah. I am technically slightly above you in the standings when those get sorted out. Mm-hmm. Let me let me see if I can kind of predict where we're going to be landing here. That might be a little bit hard again, just because the documents aren't sure. completely up to date. But let me look and see what I what I know. Actually, let me have to refresh on this. All right, so uh, this is what we can tell you. This is what, and I'm, I'm going to kind of try to recall what I know from from this. But as of week, uh, as of week six, uh, this is what the standing. I should say, really, as of week five. Uh, but here are what the standings are going to be looking like. The Scienceville Incineroars are 5-0, and and I'm, I'm pretty sure they're looking to go 6-0 and this week as well, followed by the Naptown Ninjask and the Nimbasa City of Molga. Those are both at 4-1. and one. I'm not mm-hmm. exactly sure what their differential is, but uh, and I think they still have to battle each other, so that should be a really good one when they go head-to-head. Mm-hmm. Um, followed by, at this point, uh, did you do... I think it's technically Thatch with his Lavender Town Gengar, as mm. well as Bagel Noob and the Juice City Jump Pluffs. They are both three and two at present. 
Uh, right in the middle of the pack, it is myself and Michael. We are both a three and three, so that would put us, uh, is that six and seven? Sixth and seventh place? Sixth and seventh, yeah. Okay. So we are in, we are right in the middle of the pack. If yep. the season were to end today, one of us would make the playoffs, and that would be me by, by one yep. point of differential. But we still we still have half the season to play. Um, and then let's see here. Followed by us would be the Albuquerque Lichen Rocks. Uh, they are two and three. Um, and then I think we're just uh, which one am I missing? I'm missing one. Uh, Twin City Torterra are mm. also two and three. Um, so those would be in spots uh, 8 and 9. And then uh, bringing up the rear are the Amsterdam Cawthings, the Vanish City Vaporeons, and the Nagano Pangoro. So mm-hmm. right now we're right in the thick of it. If we have some good weeks coming up, we can probably uh, make the make the playoffs with that, hopefully. Um, let's take a look, Michael. What what are you looking at? What are your predictions just kind of uh, moving forward? What are you? What are some matches you're nervous about? Uh, although, you know, probably say anything here, and you're, you're going to be uh, opening your mouth and sticking your foot and eating your eating your words. But what what are you looking uh, at uh, coming up here? What do you think? How do you think it's going to shake out? Um, I'm honestly nervous about the entire rest of my my matchups here. Um, Naptown Ninjasks uh, are coming up next, um, and I'm I'm not. Oh, that's going to be that's going to be bad. I, I'm going to do a lot of prep for that one. Um, <laughs> Uh, likewise for my next week, Scienceville Incineroar, Incineroars, I'm kind of nervous about that one as well. Again, the, City those, are, those are teams one and two or tied exactly. for second. So yeah, you have a hard couple weeks coming up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then I got the, uh, the Vanish City Vaporeons, which they're, they're lower on the, the roster, but, um, I, I don't know. May, maybe I'll do better against them, but you know, now I say that and, and they're going to take me out too, just cause that's how it works. But, um. Uh, the Twin City Torterra is week ten, um, and they're 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 ahead of us too. With at uh, they're fourth in the league so far, so I, uh, Twin City maybe Torterra, less worried about them than I am about my. Uh, so, well, the, the Twin City Torterra they're actually below, with the old list. They were fourth. But, oh, uh, is that the old? Yeah, you're three and three. They're two and three technically right oh, now. You okay. are ahead of them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. All right. Well, still, I mean, I. I'm less worried about them than I am about the the Incineroars and the Ninjasks, but uh, but it's still a very well built built team. Again, I had a lot of exactly. nerves about them when I battled them last week. Exactly, and then uh, week eleven, finally, I'll be facing the Amsterdam Coughing, uh, who you played uh, technically week one, yep. even though you played them second. Um, and we'll see how that one goes. Uh, I haven't paid too much attention to them yet, just because I haven't. They're my last team that I'm going to face. Um, but they're also kind of, you know, as far as the standings currently, they're, they're down a little farther, but yeah. Yeah. Um, you, you have a a few tough matches coming up. I would predict you, my guess is you'll probably end right around 500 or maybe a game above, maybe a game below. I hope you do better than that. I hope you take down a couple more wins so you can make the playoffs, but that'd be great. (laughs) uh, You have a tough road ahead and like, uh, and so do I, honestly, uh, for me coming up here, uh, there are a few matches that I'm worried about, a few that I'm not as, um, uh, with Ash and the Safari Zone podcast, I have her Albuquerque Liking Rocks coming up. Um, I haven't done any analysis of her team, but just go, going solely off record and you know, kind of what I know about them personally, I think I can probably take down the W. We'll see. Uh, Luke Summerhays and the Nagano Pangoro, uh, I think I can uh, probably take them down as well. And then, um, I don't know, Bagel Noob is, I'm curious. I don't know if he's truly been tested yet, so uh, I. Uh, 
we'll see how that goes, but I think I, I can probably take Bagel Noob down as well. But right. uh, my last two weeks are, are probably going to be the toughest ones I have remaining with <laughs> Mikey and his Nimbasa City and Molga, which he is piloting and I shouldn't even, probably, I mean, prepping and doing really well with. And then uh, Thatch from the Puckle Podcast and the Lavender, Gallon, Lavender Town Gengar, the Puckle, uh, the Puckle Peeps are going head to head in the last week, and uh-huh. uh, you know, depending on how things shake out, that could mean a playoff spot for one of us. So yeah, yeah. Um, I'm I'm predicting I could be wrong, but I think I'm going to be seven and six conservatively, uh, maybe um, uh, maybe no, yeah, seven, maybe. Uh, eight and five if uh, things go a little bit better so uh we'll see but it's uh uh, we both have a lot of work ahead of us and i'm excited to see how this goes and hopefully we can both make the playoffs absolutely that'd be a lot of fun it would be yes so um just so you folks know uh the top six make the playoffs um the top two get a bye and then it's almost like the nfl playoffs if you kind of know how that all shakes out so um with that, yeah, we're uh, really excited. Uh, very glad to be part of this, and we'll probably do a end of the season recap. At least that'll, that'll probably be the plan once everything's settled, and we'll see uh, what playoffs mm-hmm. uh, hold for either of us, possibly. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, we'll, we'll do a little bit of a sign-off bit here before we say goodbye ourselves. Uh, Michael, uh, where can they find information about all the things we talked about today? Um, yes, uh, Apple, you can find, um, on Twitter, I think they're at official UPPL. Uh, I'll link to them in the show notes too, and I'll try to link to the podcast as well for, uh, for Apple, um, that they give a, a weekly recap on all of the matches so you can hear their take on how everything's going. Um, uh, and, uh, it's, it's really good coverage of, of the matches and everything. So check that out. Um, I want to say too. Um, I'm going to put it in on our website. I don't think I put it there before, but uh, we have T-shirts for our teams. You can support our teams. Yes. Uh, if you go to uh, uh, go to the website, go uh, up to uh, there should be a, a store tab, uh, but it'll be a T Public store. We've got um, the artist Common Common Curtis E. Um, so you know, get it, Common Curtis E. Anyway, <laughs> it's funny. Um, he he designed our logos for our teams for the Chan Meta Cham and the D Teddy Ursa, so you can get T-shirts with those logos printed on them uh, and, uh, there. And a portion so. of those proceeds go to him. We actually don't see any of it, so please please support our, right. our artists. Exactly. Yes, please do. Yep. So yeah. And then uh, also, and uh, we'll see how much work I'm putting on your end here, but uh, we'll also have links to all of our battles. Uh, yes. So you can go and see these. These are all on what's called Pokemon Showdown. But yep. click the link, and you'll be able to watch and see uh, how we did in each of these battles. And mm-hmm. then um, also, I'm assuming, Michael, you'll try to drop as well as you can the uh, information for our battlers and and how they how they did. So, yes. Who they are, where, where you can they can be found. And yeah, just uh, the great thing about uh, Apple is that you get exposure to lots of other Pokemon podcasts and lots of other Pokemon content. So absolutely, that's kind of the point, and it's it's a lot of fun. Yes, definitely. So, so uh, with that, folks, I think uh, we're gonna sign off. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, uh, as a reminder, I'm Paul. You can find me at Prof Snag on Twitter, and uh, you can also hear me on the Pokemon Podcast. Uh, I do a monthly game show. I'm a little bit behind on my most recent episode because of some family things, but. Um, I'll be getting that up as soon as I as soon as I can. And uh, on Twitter, I'm at m g l i l i e n t h a l. I'm also in uh, some of the other Tapestry Radio shows. 
Um, and uh, you can find me also, uh, as well as Paul, in the uh, Pokemon Rollout Tap Room on Facebook. So join us there if you're not already a member. Awesome. And, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't exactly remember how Nick ends this, but we'll, we'll catch, catch you later. later. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, uh, yep. All right, good stuff. Obscurantism and obfuscation. Orally observed, gentle listener. Gentle listener. Gentle listener. Gentle listener. Obviated objects of oblivion. Obambulating about. Offered unto you. Offered unto you. Offered unto you. In the Tapestry Radio Network. Tapestryradio.org. From From our our fancy fancy to to yours. yours.